morning and welcome back to Leave a Little Sparkle. So today's episode is a little different. It's a follow-up and it's a follow-up because we got a response from Mr. Hyde, you know, from the Dear Mr. Hyde video. And um, so this video is Christine and I kind of reacting to that. This podcast is Christine and I reacting to that. Um, <clears throat> we're just in awe. And, you know, if you watched or heard last week's video, you're aware that we <clears throat> had a great idea. Um, we kind of looked at all the pros and cons to it. And we put it out there into the world. And this video dives a little bit deeper into the idea. Uh, it re it's a reaction to Mr. Hyde tweeting to us. Um, and it is kind of the, the conversation we went through prior to sending him an email. And then we wrote him an email. And I am very proud of that email. And I'm very proud of my best friend for, you know, taking a problem and turning it into a solution. And <clears throat> that's what Leave a Little Sparkle is all about. It's all about seeing a problem, seeing something that's not going great or is or has been hard for people and finding the solution to it. I've always tried to live my life saying the phrase, no problems, only solutions. There's plenty of problems in the world, and I'm not saying they don't exist. They do exist. But if we go with the mind frame of this is the problem, now how do I find the solution? We're going to be living a much different life than if we go with my life sucks. This is happening and that's happening. I don't live my life that way. Because, yes, I could wallow in it. But what is that going to solve? And who is that going to help? So, welcome to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. It is definitely a follow-up part two to the Dear Mr. Hyde video from last week. Um, we will definitely keep you updated with what's going on with this plan or this awesome idea. And... Um, Without further ado, enjoy the show. Julie Little Sparkle, I am your host, Julie Walker. I look a little bit different today. My glasses were just very bright, so um, we're rocking it without. And I am here with my very bestest friend for two weeks in a row. How lucky are we? Hi, Christine. Hi, I'm the lucky one. Oh, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Well, I love you guys too. So today is very important because today we got a response. Yes, we did. From Mr. Hyde himself. And I would say shock is probably the first emotion. But then nausea is following that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
How do you feel? Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? How should Mm -hmm. I be feeling right now? (laughs) Well, most people, when they're like boss's boss's boss gets a hold of you, it's usually either really good or not so good. But, um, you know, we put his name on the video. I say we like you had a choice. I put his (laughs) name on the video because I knew if I wanted it to get anywhere, I needed to publicly go ahead and announce that I wanted it to go somewhere. Right. And it did, apparently. (laughs) It's, you know, I never said I started this for the views. I did not start podcasting for the views. I really just, I feel like I have a story to tell. I feel like I have something I want to get off my chest. And it always surprises me when I see the amount of views or the amount of, you know, responses and things that I have to certain stuff. And um, last week's video was no different. There was 33 views on YouTube. I have over 600 people following me now on TikTok. And about 80 something of those came just from the video I posted about Dear Mr. Hyde from last week. Um, and there was 26 downloads of the podcast and a total of 200 listens. Wow. That's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So obviously not huge, but my world is so small. And so those numbers are big for me. Right. Right. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And then the biggest one of all was when Mr. Hyde himself not retweeted but replied to my tweet and I'm going to just read it out there for everybody because I don't ever want to say something in the wrong way or you know I don't want to misconstrue anything that was said so I'll start with my uh, tweet that I tweeted out ever get a great idea and have to share it with the world my best friend Christine Parker and I did at Polk Super at Teaching Gauge PCPS at Polk Schools News Teacher retention, giving back, podcast, let's change the narrative, students first, staff next. So that was my, that was what I posted. And all of the words I said, words and phrases I said at the end, they were hashtags. You ready for what his reply was? I know, Christine, you already know, but it was, oof. Okay, I saw your video, but I don't know how to connect with you to discuss. Please email me. I mean, done, done, done. <laughs> Are we going to have jobs in August now? I'm totally kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think there's something so beautiful about the fact that two best friends who've walked very different but very similar paths through the school board have had the same struggles, have come up with this idea that then is actually being heard and seen by the Polk County superintendent. And and mind you, in Polk County, we see Mr. Hyde almost as high as we see Sheriff Grady. Right. I mean, these are prominent people in our community. And he tweeted us. <laughs> it's amazing. It is amazing. Um, now, with the good always comes the bad. And I know I said we're going to discuss some of the things people were saying. But um, one of the responses we got last week was about how there's high schools that already have preschools in them. 
and daycares in them. Um, do you want to address some of that? Because I know you you saw it first. Yes. So I know if some listen to our podcast, we did touch on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there are some that do three and up that are kind of like pre-K level. Apparently there's some that do infants, but our focus really is on staff children. Mm-hmm. And I know with those types of things that are in high school, it's for all students, regardless if you're Polk County staff or just, you know, any other If person. you're a student that has a child, you might put your kid there. Right. So mm-hmm. our main focus is specifically just for somewhere for Polk County staff members, kids to go to. And I think, you know, it's not that we're trying to segregate the children. And and somebody asked, they were genuinely asking. I don't think they were trying to be rude. Um, in fact, I think they said, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Why only the staff? And I think because it's a perk, right? Like okay. it would be something that would help with the teacher retention because I know you and I both touched on the fact that if it, if we couldn't get our child into daycare, we couldn't work anymore, right? Right. right. And um, I think some people forget that we have to make that tough decision. And and there are some moms that are like, it's not a tough decision, stay home. That's great for you. But I think we've talked about this before. We're not those moms. Right. We're not. We love our children. Most of the time. No, we love our children. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I joke, I tease my, my son's a handful, but we love them. But I was meant for more than just being a stay-at-home mom. And there's nothing wrong with those that are investing in their children. We commend you. We love you. We think you're amazing because we ourselves could not do it. Right. I I mean, this summertime is killing me. (laughs) (laughs) I told my husband the other day, I said, next year, we're going to find summer camps for him to be involved in. (laughs) But um, yeah, so those are those are the first two things. Like, why just staff children and don't high schools already have them? And I think some people also saw this as us trying to um, get free child care. Um, that's it's not the case at all. If you listen to the podcast, which if you're listening to this one, you probably listen to that one. But we did touch upon that as well, where. Maybe it could be a discount and maybe that can be a blessing to teachers, you know, because do we make enough? No. Right. And if this is a perk that then could be utilized by teachers, staff, support personnel, bus drivers, paras, um, who else? Cafeteria workers. If this is something that could be utilized by them that would save them money, then it would almost feel like a bonus, right? Right. And they wouldn't have to worry about daycare and being, you know, 40 something on the list. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, well, this is where my child is going because, you know, school board has a daycare for them. Mm-hmm. So that and way they're we... able to come back and work and not have to worry about it. Yeah. What would you say to those that said, what about summers? Oh, about what? the daycare would do Mm -hmm. during the summers. So I know we had mentioned in the previous podcast, um, you can make it summer camp for um, the staff kids 
or you can't, you know, because, or you would have some staff members who would want their children to go all year round because they just, maybe they work a summer job or maybe like we had discussed, maybe, <laughs> or maybe sign they me want, up. <laughs> or maybe they just want to break, you know? So mm -hmm. you are going to have those staff kids who are going to be there all year long. If not, then, you know, make it into, um, you know, the readiness camp. I know we had talked about that, how there is. Yeah, readiness it could be camp. the hub for the readiness camps, especially if you're having a pre-K program go through them already. Oh, exactly. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things that they could utilize it for this summer. So, yeah. So I wanted to touch upon the things that the problems, right? Because we've talked about this before. One of my favorite mottos, I know you've heard me say it a million times, is no problems, only solutions, right? So mm -hmm. let's talk about what those problems are so then we can talk about what the solutions are. Um, so the first problem is that it is very hard right now to get a child into any daycare. Um, I know I've seen daycares closing left and right. COVID really did a number on daycares. Some did not come back open, yeah. right? Right. And guys, if you notice that I'm writing stuff down, we're getting our letter ready, our email ready to send to Mr. Hyde. So it's very hard to find daycares now. Um, I know we've kind of touched on this and I don't want to ever say something that would make other people upset. It's never been my intention, but my son is not prepared for kindergarten. He, I think he was taught the best that they knew how, but he definitely did not get what he needs to excel in kindergarten. I think once he gets there, he's going to pick things up because he's really, really smart but he's definitely not where he needs to be. And I'm not faulting anybody and I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. But I I would say that quality of childcare and quality of their education um, is definitely something that the school board can offer. But how do I say this without sounding mean? But I feel like it's something that a lot of daycares don't offer because they're just trying to watch kids. Right? Right. And I liked your motto that you said, um, in the last podcast, how our, the Polk County motto is students first. Mm -hmm. So like you mentioned, like we should just, we should be able to see students first, you know, and mm -hmm. that would be a perfect opportunity is, you know, have those highly qualified teachers, you know, teaching the kids first, you know, mm -hmm. so that way when they move on to kindergarten and first grade, they're going to have that background because, we have highly qualified teachers teaching them what they mm -hmm. need to know. Yeah. I think the other thing that we're kind of facing with this is that, um, you know, being a single parent is not just people who work in the city or, you know, people who have really high paying jobs. There are a lot of single parents that are teachers and um, they need re reliable child care as well, but they also need reliable child care that fits within their budget. And I know that talking about teacher pay is scary. A lot of people are like, teachers don't make enough, but they don't explain why. Well, for the amount of expertise we have to put into our field, that's why we don't make enough. Most of us make ends meet. Right. At least we have to pay $900 for childcare. But 
for the expertise no. oh for the expertise that we have we we should be getting paid what high-end people who've been to college and you know we should be getting paid along those same lines so i would say that you know when we're looking at what problems we're trying to solve here one of the problems would be single parents needing affordable child care yes. do you agree oh yeah. yes totally I mean, I don't know the way inflation has been. I'm not a single parent, and I still need affordable childcare. I know it's it's just crazy how much things are just keep going up. Yes. Um, another thing um, is that parents, mothers, would not have to choose between one option or the other, so we'd be able to cut back on quitting due to child care exactly my pen is going out is that not terrible <laughs> all right so i'm gonna read our list are we ready for it the yes. first problem we're going to combat with this proposal is it's very far hard to find daycares right now the second one is that there's quality education out there, but it's not necessarily in daycares. Um, the third is that we're having a hard time finding affordable child care with what we get paid. Um, and then the fourth is that there are people quitting due to child care costs or being able to find. So, you know, those are the problems that we're trying to combat with this. Um, and I know it seems like we're, we're it's it's a lot of, when you lump them together, they can go together, right? Mm -hmm. But they are individual problems as well. Exactly. So, now that we have the problems, remember, no problems, only solutions. <laughs> <It's> solutions. <laughs> so, now let's talk about what our solution does for those problems, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Sometimes, yeah, I swear. My my mouth goes faster than my brain. <laughs> no, totally makes sense. You're good. <laughs> All right. So very hard to find child care now. Okay, friend. I think I mentioned this before, but in the school system, when a school only hits a certain number, what happens with units inside the school? And those of you that are not in education, you may not know what a unit is. A unit is basically kindergarten has four teachers. That is a unit. So repeat that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, what happens to the unit when there's not enough kids signed up for that unit? Oh, they let teachers go. They they um, displace them. They displace them. And with the displaced process, basically that says the school board still employs you if you can find a position at another school, right? Right. So it's not saying you've lost a job. It's not it's not anything bad. What happens when more students sign up for that school than there is in that unit? You get more teachers. You gain a teacher. You we're we're schooling people today. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> so a unit then, if we're talking about daycare, a unit would be infants. That's a unit. First grade, or sorry, one's room, two's room, three's room, and four's, which is preschool. Yep. So when we're talking about those units, then if more than 10 kids sign up for the one's room, 
I don't know specific numbers. I can get those for Mr. Hyde if he needs them. But if more than 10 kids sign up for the ones room in Winter Haven, but less than two sign up for the Lakeland one, we can then look at either offering for that teacher to move closer to Winter Haven and then they, you know, work from Winter Haven and then their student can go closer there or they can move a unit, uh, displace the teacher and move them to the other area so that then those students can be covered. So instead of it being we have this much amount that we can take, it can be more of, well, we can move our numbers and units around to meet what the, the need is of our staff. Mm -hmm. Did I say that the right way? You, yeah, no, you did. <laughs> We've had a long day today. So between... oh. <laughs> it's a whole, I don't even know. I don't even know what all to say. So if uh, not sponsored, but we tried out an app today called Swimply. Um, now, I, I don't have enough people to be sponsored. Is that not something? Anyways, um, <laughs> we tried out an app and we, uh, we took our kids to go swim in a stranger's pool. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but it was great. And so now we're tired. <laughs> yes, we are. Okay, so we fixed that then because there'll never be uh, children that won't be able to get in because we'll just do the whole moving teachers around thing. And I know it doesn't sound ideal if you live in Lakeland to have to move or to have to drive to Bartow, but to be completely honest, you can get almost anywhere within 30, 35 minutes. I prefer to work 30 minutes away from my home because I don't like to walk into Walmart and see a bunch of my students. <laughs> I don't, I have no desire for that because we all know how you dress to go to Walmart. Okay. And I don't want to have to make it anymore. I'm not trying to do all that. I'm not. I feel you on that. You know, when mm -hmm. I taught at Caldwell, cause I live right. There. And you live next door. <laughs> Pajama day. Yeah. Walking mm -hmm. in Walmart. Hi, Mrs. Parker. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> okay so quality education not there I already kind of explained like the problem of this I I mean it's so difficult because my husband's like well you're a teacher you can teach in mm, not every child wants to listen to their mom right if you've never dealt with that which you're starting to get there where he'll say no back to you it's yes. It's honestly your attitude in somebody else's body, and it's really annoying. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they, they learn better from others. Yes. You know, would from mom or dad. Yeah. It is sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's, I mean, it's the same way, like, your husband can tell you something 20 times, but until your bestie tells it to you, you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. So. You know, it, it is what it is. It does not hurt my feelings, but all it does is tell me that, like, I cannot fix his deficit. I, I do work with him and I do try and I, like, I keep gummy worms at my desk and I do everything I can think of to help him, but it's, it's in one ear and out the other. And it really kind of hurts my heart because um, he hates his letters. And he is also extremely ADHD. You've seen him bebop around. Oh, my God, the boy can't sit ever. And, you know, unless you're trained on how to handle that or what to do with that, 
you just kind of like, okay, well, I'm not going to argue with him. I'm just going to let him go play as centers. I'm gonna, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not faulting people. I know how my child is. But I also know that there are tips and tricks to help work with an ADHD child that would have helped him. That would have maybe got him to sit long enough to learn his alphabet. He can't even sing his entire alphabet, which I don't even know if I've told you that yet. Like he, he, when it comes to EFG, he says something entirely different. And then LMNO, which, you know, has always been difficult. Mm -hmm. is just, <laughs> so, and you and I know, and this is something I'm very grateful for with the Polk County School Board. They offer plenty of professional development. They always make sure that they are giving you the tools and tricks you need to be a successful teacher. Um, there's been plenty of times I've gone to my principals over the past and I've said, hey, I don't feel comfortable in blah, blah, blah. Can I do a training? And they find me a training. Exactly. Yeah, because school board offers a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So. We have a online um, platform, I suppose, called NetConnect, and it kind of houses all of our professional development on it. And it's, um, excuse me, <laughs> it's actually really interesting to go in there and just see what all they offer. There's tons of stuff. And so I know, without a doubt, Polk County School Board would make sure that my baby and anybody else's babies were ready for kindergarten. And I think also when I think about the long lasting effects of that, um, one, you're going to have a lot more teachers in the classrooms, right? So we're going to help fill those positions. That's going to give us retention. Those teachers aren't going to have to leave after so long because their kids are just going to filter right into the school board. And then their kids are going to come to school knowing everything they need to know so that they can be successful. And then we just hit the ground running with our effective and highly effective teachers. I mean, can you imagine the test scores in the next few years? Now I'm talking it's the long run, right? Like right. to get to the third grade mark, we're, we're talking this is the long game. But I think when we got there, we would see significant improvements. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. Totally mm -hmm. agree. Yeah. All right. So affordable child care. So I, something that um, people don't know, I know we've kind of talked about some of this stuff in, in last week's episode, but um, your dad actually jumped on the bandwagon um, and he made a comment on Facebook about how um, if the school board needs help figuring out the grants, he knows people and he knows where to look to find funding to help fund this program. Now, do I think that the Polk County School Board probably has some money sitting around for something like this? Probably, but I, I can't be sure. Right. So, um, you know, regardless of that, if we have plenty of standing buildings around, which I was going to talk to you about that next. So remind me not to forget that. But um, there's money out there. Mm -hmm. There's the yeah. ELC that gives vouchers for the pre-K, which our school board already utilizes. Mm -hmm. Um, there is money in the government, which your dad knows about, and we could give even more information to Mr. Hyde about, um, having the teachers pay something ensures quality of students, quality of parents, quality of just, it ensures quality, right? Like anytime right. somebody gets something for free, they're going to take advantage of it. So making right. them pay something I think is important, but being able to make it a reduced rate will make it 
affordable for teachers and make it to where it's no longer a choice. It's a given. My kid's going to go to the Polk County School Board daycare because they're going to be taken care of. I can afford it and it's going to help them in the long run. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> All right. And then the last one is our quitting teachers, the ones that are wanting to quit because they can't afford childcare or they can't find childcare. Now, I know you said um, recently that you had talked to a man who, oh, what do you do? You told him you, you were a teacher. He said, oh, my wife was a teacher. And you said, if you don't mind me, go ahead. I'll let you do it. <laughs> So I had asked him, I said, well, if you don't mind me asking, why is she no longer teaching? And his response was because they couldn't afford daycare for their children. Mm -hmm. um, so she had to leave her, her teaching job to stay home with her kids because yeah. they couldn't afford it. And he said, and at that time, um, they just couldn't find it either. You know, he said, um, you know, they could get like the three-year-old, but, you know, you also have an infant. So you can't find it for both then you know you're stuck yeah. yeah so really when it comes down to it and i hope mr hyde sees this episode too and we can talk further at length with him about it I'm so excited um but also severely nauseous <laughs> so when it comes down to it i feel that um this is going to give quality education. It's going to add to your teachers' lives. Um, and, you know, we don't really get a maternity leave. Uh, most parents plan their children around the summer. Um, and when it comes down to it, this is a predominantly female community, uh, predominantly women in the classroom. Um, and even those men that are in the classroom, they're usually in the classroom because it makes more sense as a family to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, when they don't have to choose between their ch children and their jobs, you are getting rid of, and I don't, I don't even know how to explain the feeling. You're getting rid of this like anxiety inducing mm -hmm. thing. That's a stressor, I guess. And, I think the stress of it puts a negative name on the Polk County School Board. It puts a negative name on any school board, right? Right, exactly. So when you say, I love my staff enough to do something like this and put something like this into place because they are parents, you're making a difference in their lives and you're now putting out there in the world that we care about our staff. Just like you said before, the motto is students first. And I agree with that. But just like my tweet said, right after the students needs to be staff. Exactly. Because the more that the staff feels appreciated and, you know, a lot of staff members are going to appreciate this, you know, then they'll be more willing to stay. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything else that we should tell him? Is there anything else we should tell Mr. Hyde? I'm trying to think. We talked about, oh, buildings. You want me to remind you? Oh, about? yes. Okay. So we're, end, end scene. Okay. So uh, the other thing we're going to talk about is buildings and where to put this. Now, the school board has built some very, very lovely buildings. And um, they have been building like crazy. I know there's two new schools in the last year um there's a school that got tore down and rebuilt 
Um, and there's a lot of new building going on. But I think, <laughs> this is just my thoughts, I think that we have some buildings that are already there, owned by the school board, that could be pilots for the program to just start it. Just, mm -hmm. you know, put it together. I know there's one month until school starts. I'm aware. But you might have a lot of teachers willing to bring their kid over around Christmas time and starting them at Christmas time. And the first building I think we should utilize is the one that's owned by the school board right there in Bartow. If you go down Broadway, it's a really big building. And I think it used to house the lunch, lunch something. So like it was lunch management or something like that. And I think it has like a, it has a perfect drop off. Um, it, I really honestly should look up the address and put it in here. Um, maybe I will. I don't want to commit to something and then not do it. So, <laughs> but I think if we wanted to pilot it for a semester and see what other people think, um, I know we put together a survey, we put together a questionnaire, it's out there, a petition as well, it's out there. So if the school board wants to throw that out there and send it out to, you know, mass audience, I think it would be amazing. And I think let's start with putting that out there. Let's see what people think and how they would feel about a reduced rate for their child in a you know, quality of facility, and then let's put a facility together. Let's start with that Bartow location and add to it over the next year. I agree. Yeah. And like you said, I think if you let the employees know and ask their opinions, do a survey like we did, I think they'll be really surprised about how many people would really be interested in this program. I think the only reason my numbers on that episode and on you know, our survey and petition aren't as high, aren't super high, is because my platform is still very small. If this was put out there at the Polk County School Board level, I think the responses would be overwhelming because of the conversations I've had with so many people in the district. Right. I totally agree. Yeah. And yeah, there's some things you'll have to work out, like what do we do for the summer? And, you know, can staff children, do they have to be immediately the staff's child or can it be staff grandchildren? Um, I know there's going to be things like that that have to be worked out. I don't get paid for those decisions. <laughs> I'm not high enough up to be able to tell you what to do for that one and, and making laws and rules and regulations. That's, that's not me. I just know this is a fantastic idea and I think it's going to make a huge difference. I do too. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Me too. But also super, super nervous. Right. Because you never want to put your put the put something out there and seem like you're being facetious. Right. Because <laughs> right. that's not what we're doing at all. We're we're trying to help other people, not just teachers, but staff kids and you know mm -hmm. we want to see them succeed and you know we want to keep those great teachers in the classroom mm -hmm. you know we we don't ever want to lose great teachers yeah and we talked too about you know if it's um orientation or it's you know family night or something like that having something open a little bit later during that time you know i know you might run into some logistic things or whatever but 
even if it's just extra money in the pockets of the workers, they probably are going to be, excuse me, they're probably going to be more than willing to stay extra if that means they're making extra. Right, because I know we actually just literally talked about this today with, you know, some schools doing their um, orientation, you know, at night. Well, that's great for ones who work until five, mm-hmm. but, you know, me being a teacher, now I'm going to have to find somebody for my son, you know, because the daycare closes at 530. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's funny because my husband's the the worker that gets off at, you know, four, and so he doesn't want anything before four because he's not going to take off. Um, but then I'm the teacher and I'm like, but I'm supposed to be off at three 30 and you know, it's, it's a whole big thing. And last year it was finding someone to watch my kid or, you know, whatever. Um, and there's teacher work days and there's, and I know my daycare this past year did take off on teacher work days. Um, it was really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really hard, you know, and I mean, you're going to run into, like we had said, you're going to run into the parents who, oh, well, it needs to be, you know, I get off at four, I get off five. So it needs to be later on. Or like you mm-hmm. said, some people, um, they go in at night, they work night shifts, so they need something yeah. there and there. You're not going to appease everybody. But, mm-hmm. you know, simply if you had an area for the staff children, that way, if you have something going on and they know about it, then you don't have to worry about it. Be like, oh, now I got to find somebody, you know. Yeah. And I think, wouldn't it be a great problem to have that your facility is to max capacity in one's classroom and you now have to either open a new one or send kids to a different spot? Or wouldn't it be an amazing problem to have that all of our facilities aren't max capacity? Um, Because that says that there's teachers in the classroom, right? Right. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Because like and I two, said, the infant room is, what did we say? Like four kids per teacher? I think it's six. Maybe. It's I don't six. know. It's I know low. it's like really, yeah, for the infant room. And I mm-hmm. think one year old is, I don't know. We would have to yeah, look at it. Yeah, it's not a lot. Right. It's small it's, numbers. So, you know, even if you pilot the program, you know, it's going to fill up fast. I, I oh, yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I think if they did one program for the next year, it'll probably be full before they even, you'll have people on the waiting list for that too. Because there's a waiting list for all daycares right now. Yes. It's it's sad. Like I said, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's sad because like I said, if Cooper didn't get it, I don't know what I would do. Mm-hmm. And well, and sad. two, let's talk about the fact that, and I don't mean to bring this in, but I do. Let's talk about the fact that me as an orphan, okay, I don't have family. I I have my husband's family. Let me say that. I do have my husband's family. They're amazing. But I don't have anybody other than them. And if they're working or they have something going on, I don't have childcare for my child. So on these nights that were there late or, you know, there's stuff like that going on, to have an option or, you know, to just know that there's a child care facility in the area, like that my kid can be on for the m- mommy and me night or the orientation night or whatever, like to be able to have a place that I could bring my kid that I know is trusted and in, in quality and affordable. It would make a huge difference for me because it would be part of my tribe. 
And I would finally have a village to help me take care of and raise my child. And I know I have you. I know I have his family. But it's different, you know. And you can never have too many people you can trust to be able to help raise your children. Exactly. And like you said, you know, it would be somebody you can trust on like some of these daycares, you know, dropping their babies off. And it's like, you know, I want to feel like that when I drop Cooper off. Like, oh, yeah, you don't know. And, you know, you do the best you can. And like I said, when daycares are full, you kind of don't have a choice. You know, the first person who calls you, it's like, oh, okay, but is that really the best place to put them? You know? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to be really vulnerable and honest right now, which is a little scary putting yourself online. But um, three years ago, 2020 hit. And to be completely honest with you, I left the school board. You know I left the school board, but listeners may not. I left the school board um, to pursue private because two reasons. I was nervous about what school would look like with covid And I was worried about what school would look like, you know, navigating that, what demands would be on me, how would things go. And then my child was starting a new preschool. And that preschool happened to be attached to the private school that I was starting. And to me, I was going to be there to be able to watch him and make sure nothing bad happened to him. And I wouldn't have to be worried about what the school board was going to do for COVID. So to me, I mean, I already made that choice and I left the school board once. Did I come back? Yes, because there are benefits, there are perks. And at the end of the day, I'm a teacher. It is what it is. It's, you know, like that's who God made me to be. But I did make the choice to be with my kid. Right. And I think if given the choice to be with your child or to go to work, every mother is going to say, give me my child. Exactly. And, you know, we're all, we all worry about our kids Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think this would put a lot of people at ease knowing that they had a place like this, Mm -hmm. that they could feel comfortable knowing, you know, they're fully background checked and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because and there's some daycares, you know, even if they're background checks, you never know nowadays with some some things that happen and yeah well and there's some I mean there's there's always how do I put it there can be records on people as long as it has nothing to do with children right so Mm -hmm. you know when it comes to like what the DCF will allow and what they won't allow if if your record has nothing to do with children and it's a certain amount of years old then they still get a job and I'm not saying that that's bad I mean a rehabilitation can happen and I think some people you know maybe just made stupid choices but at the end of the day I know how the school board is when it comes to getting a job there and am I going to feel more safe putting my kid in the hands of somebody who's been through the school board process or somebody else and it's going to be the one that's been through the school board process exactly I agree yeah well friend I appreciate you of course I'm excited I hope we have jobs in August. <laughs> we will. Oh, uh, no, I just, I think it's, you know what? I Kudos, Mr. Hyde. Because you're listening to your teachers. And yeah. I, I, I could not, there's not enough good things to say about that. And I really and truly appreciate that. 
Yes, it's awesome because, you know, not many principals that I know would actually tweet back, you know, in response to. Superintendent, Miss Christine Parker. You said principal. I'm a superintendent. Sorry, Mr. Hyde. Superintendent. Um, Not many. Really long day. It really has. I mean, principals want to do it either, so. No, there's not a lot of principals that tweet back at anybody, so. I mean, unless you're, shout out to Katie Ashmore. Um, she oh, would, yeah. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. She's phenomenal. But, yeah, superintendent. I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> but, you know, not many superintendents would do that. So. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, kudos. Hats off. You're awesome. And I cannot wait to have this conversation. Me either. I'll probably be super nervous. It's like meeting a celebrity. <laughs> I know, right? It's like it's like you see him walking in the hallway, and it's uh-huh. like then like having a conversation or an idea, and you know. That's... Now, mind you, he was in my classroom this past year. Yeah. He he did a presentation for my students. I didn't get to really talk to him because he was talking to my students the whole time. It's probably a good thing, but you know. <laughs> I tend but to still, stumble he was over in my room. Words. Yeah, he was. He was. Mr. Clark has the pictures to prove it. Yeah. See, <laughs> that's that's what I like about Mr. Hyde. Like, you know, he goes in and it wasn't my room, but I know like he's read to like um kindergarten students and first grade students. And mm-hmm. you know, he's very active within the schools. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. I, I can without a doubt say from the year I quit to the year this year coming back it is a vast difference there have been many improvements in the Polk County School Board um and I'm I'm really thrilled so yes me too I'm excited I'm excited that we came up with this idea and I hope I hope it helps people yes I mean and I I just got done telling Cody I was like I don't want to run the thing I don't really want to be the one to answer any of the questions I just want to give my idea and our reasons and let it run right I'll be there at the ribbon cutting ceremony for sure of course let uh, you know just like (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh and then Cooper and like needs said, a spot. You know, that's what I was just about to say. Those are the only criteria right there. Yeah. So, yeah, just invite us to the, you know, <laughs> opening and, you know, I like the the park and what was it? What do we say? The walk? Walk, park, the park. walk and park. I do like Walk here idea. and park there. <laughs> right. So, but I think it's fabulous. I, I think, fingers crossed that something comes of it um I mean it may not happen this year it may take a couple years um I know it's not something that would happen you know two weeks from now when school starts right right I hope it I hope it I hope it goes somewhere yeah absolutely all right friend we're gonna sign off happy travels love you And guys, you know where to find all of my socials. I have a link tree. Follow the link tree. Go to TikTok. Check me out. Follow there. That seems to be my biggest platform currently. Um, I appreciate every single person that has liked and followed me so far. Over 600 is more people than I ever thought would hear what I have to say. And I'm blown away and um, very humbled by the experience. And um, I just appreciate that. Thank you for checking out my YouTube. Subscribe there. I do not have enough subscriptions to match 
the amount of views that I have. So if you view it, subscribe, please, because that changes things. Um, check out podcasts every Friday morning until the start of school, which would be August 3rd. And I love you all. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. I do not have a timer on. We're recording, right? I see a red dot up in the corner. Oh, oh. Girl, I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> Ooh, it's been a long yeah, time. It, says, it says you started recording, so yes, we're recording. Okay, normally there is a timer up in the corner. Maybe because I know why. Because I didn't put this, I just did start meeting. I didn't put it as a time frame. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, all right. We'll we'll say this part of the. I'll I'll cut this part out. But. <laughs>